Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Chaim Balter. Maseches Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel, Le'ilu Nishmas Menachem Meir ben Naftali, and Esther Bas David. Today's daf is Chav Gimel Amen Aleph. We will actually be starting our discussion from Chavbez, the Mishnah on Chav Bez and Bez the bottom. We will cover three topics. The first topic will be the halacha of uh, Oseh Sukkah Barosha Ilon, that if someone makes a sukkah on top of a tree, the Mishnah says, Kshera, however, Velo Olin Labiantif. Rashi explains that the reason Le'ain Olin Labiantif is because the Gazabar Rabbanon, there's an Isidar Rabbanon, De'ain Olin Bi'ilon, that you're not allowed to climb on a tree, Ve'ain Mishtam Shem Boshem Yitlosh. It's a Shfus, it's a Dinder Rabbanon, that you're not allowed to climb a tree on Yantif, because perhaps you may grab one of the branches. Two questions ar- uh, arise concerning this issue. Question number one is, why ain't Olam Labiantif? Even though it's an Isidur perhaps you should say that the Aseh of Yeshiva Sukkah should be doche, the Los Aseh Midr of climbing a tree. Secondly, if someone actually does go ahead and violate the Isidur of not of, of climbing the tree, would he be Yotze the Mitzvah Sukkah? Rashi in the second Dibra Hamas Rukshir in the Mishnah says that kishera l'cholo shel moed, v'av piyantavim over v'ola yotza yidei chavasa. Mashm according to Rashi, that if you did not listen to the halach in the Mishnah of not l'chatchila climbing the tree on yantif, but if you actually did climb the tree on yantif, you would be yotze the mitzvah sukkah b'dieved. And the question then arises, isn't there an issue of mitzvah hababa vera? So that's topic number one, the halachas of Topic number two will be the Gemara on Chav Gimel which deals with the issue of using an animal or a tree for a sukkah, whereby it is considered to be a mechitza she'eno ru'uya kol shiva. A mechitza that is not usable all seven days, like we said, because there's an isad rabbanan. The question is, is something that's enoroi mid the rabbanan. If the sukkah is enoroi, is not usable only because of isad the rabbanan, does that violate the rule that a sukkah has to be usable on a doraisa level all seven days? In general terms, this brings up us to a major question if something that's enoroi mid the rabbanan is also enoroi mid the The third topic we will discuss is the halacha of mechitza. The third topic will be, if there is a mechitza that you use for a sukkah that is unable to withstand a normal wind that you can anticipate on dry land, the Gemara says, Lav Klum, and we will be choker, uh, whether that is a din in mechitzas b'chol ha meaning that whenever a mechitza is required midoraisa in the Torah, not only by Sukkah, but by Shabbos and Kalayim, would you say that that wall has to be able to withstand the Ruch, Ruch Metzuyah? Or is this halacha just a particular halacha in Dira Sukkah, a requirement of the fact that a Sukkah has to be royal with Dira, and therefore it has to be able to withstand the Ruch Metzuyah? Topic number one is the topic of Ha'osa Sukkah Baroshi Ilan. We ask the question of why is it that if you make a Sukkah on top of an Ilan, are you not allowed to climb the Elon on Yontif in order to go ahead and to be Rukhaya Mitzvah Yeshiva Sukkah? As mentioned, there is an Isidur Rabbanan to climb a tree on Yontif. However, there's also an assay of Yeshiva Sukkah. 
How come the halacha is ve'ain olam lo biyantif? L'chori yesh la'ayin, we should be ma'ayin, why don't we use the general klal of asay dochalos? Asayin, you should be ola on yantif in order to be makayim the mitzvah asay. Now let us even strengthen this question and say we're talking about a scenario whereby there is absolutely no other sukkah available for you to go ahead and be yotzeh the mitzvah sukkah. Would you then say that the asay of sukkah would allow you to be over the los asay mid of climbing the elon? Furthermore, let us say it's the first night where there's no option to stay outside the sukkah. You must enter the sukkah to be yotzeh the mitzvah achil on the first night based on the Gzereshava of Tesvav Tesvav. Now, the, in simply we would think that the concept of Asei Dochalos Asei is not applicable in this case, because the Gemara in Beit Zachesimut Beis states, Eimer Damrinon Asei Dochalos Asei, when do we say Asei Dochalos Asei? Only in cases of Mila Bet Tsaras, where a person is cutting off the Tsaras at the same time he's doing the Mitzvah Mila, or sudden Betzitzis, that there's a simultaneous Kiyom HaMitzvah, of tzitzis while you're being over the Isr Kalayim. The Lashon of the Gemara is the Be'idna. When the Lo Sase is being violated, the Kamake Lav Kaimakumase. When the Lo Sase is being violated, it has to be at the same time that you're also in the violation of the Lo Sase being Makayim Niase. However, if the Lav, if the violation predates the Ase, we normally don't say Ase Docha Lo Sase. So in this case, the person is actually climbing the tree at the exact moment, at the moment prior to him being sidding in the sukkah. So here it's not be'idna. You're not being makayim the asay until you've already been over the los asay. So face value is you should not be able to say the asay is docha los asay. However, there is a tosis in Psochim, in Tesem and Aleph, Divar Hamaschil Osi, that postulates that if an asay is chomer, then that Asei Chomer should be Doche and Asei Hakal. And the Lashon of Tosus in Psochim and Tesem and Aleph is that the Asei has enough Chashivas, if it is Chomer, to perhaps even being, be over a Lav that is not as Chomer. So therefore, in our, in our case, would we say that the Asei of Sukkah, which is an Asei Midoraisa, is more chomer than the losa say was, which is only a losa say midrabbanan. The case in Psachim and Tesamid Aleph is talking about, about, about the Asay of Pesach, which is considered to be an Asay chomer, based on the fact that the Asay of Pesach has an Isakares, would be able to transfer that concept here and to say the Asay, the Raisa of Yeshiva Sukkah, can be Docha, the losa say, which is only a Shvus Midrabbanan of Ola Be'ilon. Now, the Prima Gadim actually brings this question up in the Mishpesot Zohov, Simen Tafresh Chavches Siv Gimel. And he says, in this case, I won't say the Asei is Doche, the Asei Dorais is Doche, the Los Asei Because it's actually a Hilacha by Shofar in Simen Tafkov Pei Aleph, Sif Chavches and Chavbez, that says clearly, based on a Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah Lamed Bez and Bez, that Ein Mechalin Yontif Bishvil Mitzvah Shofar. And there it seems clear that I'm not allowed to be over the Isa de Rabbanan, even if it would allow me to facilitate the mitzvah shofar. And the assumption is I cannot get a shofar anywhere else except by taking it from on top of the tree or going across the river. Nevertheless, the halach is I'm not allowed to violate the shvus in order to be makayim the mitzvah shofar. 
And the Magan Avram, based on the Ran in Rosh Hashanah and Beis and Beis, the Magan Avram in Simen Tafresh Chav Ches Sifkat and Chav Gimel says, the reason is because Yom Tif is an Asay and a Los Asay. And even though it's only a Shvus, the Chachamim Hishvu Divrayim L'Shal Torah, in this case, in order to strengthen the in order to strengthen the shvus, they gave it the status of a dindaraisa, and it's as if the shvus is being strengthened. So to here we would say, in our Gemara, the Prima Gadim says, that the assay of Yeshiva Sukkah should not be docha, the los assay of climbing an elon, climbing a tree, based on the fact that asu chacham chizakodivreim, just like by shofar, and they treat the shvus as an isodaraisa, which would have the assay and los assay of yontif, therefore the assay would not be doche the Asayin lo Sa'asay of Yantif. The Prima Gadam also asks that on Rashi, Di'im Avr V'ala Yotzi Yedei Chavasa, that Lashon of Rashi is that in, in Divar Hamasal Kshera, the second Divar Hamasal Kshera on the Mishnah Chav Bezim and Bez, that Rashi says, Im Avr V'ala, that if you actually did climb the Sukkah and violate the Isser of uh, Shvus, of being Ola Be'ilon, Rashi says that if you im over, if you did war over, then va'ola yotzi de The question is, why is it not a mitzvah ba'avera? What's happened is you've been over an avera derabanan in order to be makayim a mitzvah zaseh. The mitzvah eisan actually has a hagar in the Rashi. His hagar in the Rashi is the im over va'ola lo yotzi de What are these two girsos in Rashi or hagos in Rashi taliyot? The first question may be, do we say mitzvah haboba avera, that the avera, that the avera cancels out the mitzvah, when the avera is an avera midarabonan, and the mitzvah is a mitzvah daraisa. So this is a topic of discussion, and the prima gadim assumes that we say mitzvah haboba avera with an avera midarabonan, and there are two rayas for this. The first raya is the Gemara in Psachim Lamed Hamed Beis, where the Gemara in Psachim Lamed Hamed Beis says that you're not yotze b'matzah shaltevel, and the Gemara there says Pshit, it's Pashit. Then the Gemara adds, we're talking about that the Tevel, the Matzah, is actually grown, the wheat is actually grown in a pot, whereby the Isser Tevel is only Tevel Tovel Midorabanan. Nevertheless, the Tevel Midorabanan would negate the Mitzvah Doraisa. Rashi, on the very top of Amit Hamid Bezim Psochim, says, one of the possibilities is Mitzvah Hababa Vera. So you see, Rashi accepts the idea that mitzvah habab avera can even exist to negate a mitzvah daraisa, even if the avera is midarabana. Another raya is the Gemara in Brachus, Memzayinam of Beis, where the Gemara discusses the Mishnah at the beginning of Shlosh Ha'achlu, which says that you cannot be mezamein on Tevel. Again, the Gemara says pshita, it doesn't make sense that you could make a zimun on Tevel, because no one is allowed to partake in Tevel. So the Gemara says the Chiddushes were talking about Tevel, Tovel, Midarabana. The Rambam in Hilos Brachus, Perk Alf Halachi takes this idea that you're not allowed to be mezamin on Tevel Midorabana and extends it even to a bracha rishona or a bracha chrona. The Ram says, Someone who eats a dovra asr should not make a bracha either prior or to after eating a dovra asr. And he says, Even if you eat Tevel Midorabana, the halacha is, you don't make a bracha rishona or a bracha chrona. The Ravid disagrees, and the Ravid says it's just a halacha by zimun. But if a person would eat tevel, even tevel doraisa, then you would be able to make a 
because it would, it would have to bench Birkas Hamazon. One explanation the Rambam is that the Rambam learns there's a din of a mitzvah hababavera by Birkas Hamazon. And you're not allowed to be Yotzi Birkas Hamazon vis-a-vis an Avera. And interesting enough, the Rambam extends that to even Tevel Midrabanan. So we see that we at least have two sources that a mitzvah, Avera Midrabanan would also be under the category of mitzvah hababavera. So it may be that these two Hagos and Rashi are totally on the question of whether I would say that an Aver Derabonon would counteract a Mitzvah Doraisa. However, we mentioned that Rashi on Psachelam and Hamid Bez does believe in the concept that an Aver Derabonon is categorized as Mitzvah Babavera. So how could we makayim, be Makayim the Girsin Rashi, the Im Aver Va'ala Yotzi So there could be two other there could be two other possibilities to answer up why you're Yotze if Olo Barashi Elon on Yontif. One is that the general concept of mitzvah habavavera would never apply to mitzvah yeshiva sukkah. That is the shita of the Ritvan Tesamaralaf. The Gemara Tesamaralaf says that Chaga sukkah It seems that we need a special miyot doraisa to be mamayit sukkah gzula from mitzvah sukkah. Tosos on Tesamaralaf asks, why would I need that? You have the concept of mitzvah habavavera. Tosa says, because the whole concept of mitzvah habavavera is only midrabonah. However, the Ritva there says that the concept of mitzvah habavavera does not apply to every mitzvah. It would only apply to karbon and to lulav, dvarim, haboim lerotzos, things that come to appease Hashem and are used within the context of pleading with Hashem or tefillah. However, since sukkah is not in that category, the Ritva says in general, mitzvah habavavera would not apply to sukkah. Now, once again, Rashi might not be able to accept that, because Rashi extends the concept of mitzvah bavavera, as we saw in Psachim, Lamed Heim, and Bez. He even applies it to matzah, which would not be consistent with the Ritva's answer that mitzvah bavavera only applies to karban and lulav. So we may be able to answer Rashi with actually a third possibility. The third possibility is based on Yerushalmi in Perika Oreg in Shabbos, Halacha Gimel, where, it, where uh, interpreting the Mishnah in Shabbos, the Yerushalmi comments that the Mishnah states, Mishakara al meso b'Shabbos, mitzvah kriya, that someone who tears his garment in sorrow and in anguish on Shabbos, which the Gemara says is actually a positive act of kriya, that would allow him to be yotze the mitzvah kriya. However, so the Gemara asks, how could he both be Yotze the mitzvah's Kriya at the same time that he's Chayiv Misa? Isn't it a mitzvah Baba Vera? So Yushalmi answers, So you see that Yushalmi extends the concept of mitzvah Baba Vera even to Matzah Gezula on Pesach. And Yerushalmi assumes stolen matzah, you would not be Yotze because of mitzvah hababa avera. The Yerushalmi answers, Toman gufa avera. In the case of matzah gzula, somehow the matzah itself internalizes the avera. Gufa avera. It's a stolen piece of matzah, and you define it as a cheftzah hagazel, and the avera is actually embedded in the Cheftzah Shal Mitzvah itself. 
Baram Hocha, however, over here by Kriya, who over Avera, there is no Heftza of Avera over here. There is no Avera that actually embeds itself in any Heftza because the Maisa Kriya is done and there's actually no Heftza Shal Mitzvah, it's just a Maisa HaMitzvah. So when there's just a Maisa HaMitzvah and there is not a Heftza Shal Mitzvah that actually gets the categorization of a uh, a shel avera, then we would not say mitzvah babavera. Kachani Omer, similarly Yerushalmi says, Hotzi matzah, someone who carries matzah, Mirushus, Hayochet to Rishus HaRabim, Eino Yotzi Yibdei Chavasu Pesach, the Yerushalmi asks, it's inconceivable. Because even though the avera of being Yotzi Mirushus, Hayochet to Rishus HaRabim, facilitates the mitzvah, nevertheless, we know that the matzah itself is not, even though that matzah, it's a cheftashel mitzvah itself, it's not also a cheftashel avera. Similarly, we can answer up Rashi that the reason you yotz yudei chavaso is because even if you maintain that an avera midorabonan has with it mitzvah babavera, even if you maintain that sukkah has the concept of mitzvah babavera, nevertheless, the sukkah in this instance is not a stolen sukkah. The sukkah itself is not a cheftashel avera. All you've done is climb the tree and done a maisa avera to facilitate your yeshiva sukkah. And according to Yerushalmi, there would be no mitzvah habab avera in this instance because it's in maisa avera that facilitates the yeshiva sukkah, but the maisa avera is not a chelek or does not become part of the sukkah. And as opposed to sukkah gzula, there's no cheftza shell avera in this instance therefore mitzvah avera would not apply therefore according to rashi ola pesuka on yantef would be yatsi dechavasa our second topic will deal with sukkah ru'uya l'shiva and whether she'ena ru'uya midrabanan also creates a status of she'ena ru'uya midraisa this topic is brought up in chaf gimel in connection with the halach in the mishnah of creating a sukkah al gabe gamal, where the Mishnah states, "Ha'osa sukkaso," that someone who makes a sukkah barosh ha'gola barosh ha'sfina kshera, and similar va'olam la biyantif u'barosh ha'ilan oga al gabe gamal kishera, ve'ain olam la biyantif. The Mishnah paskins on chav bezam et bez that if someone makes a sukkah on top of a gamal, that a halach is its kshera, but ve'ain olam la biyantif. The problem becomes it is a sukkah, that is kosher, but cannot be utilized all seven days based on the Isidur Rabbanan to utilize an animal on Shabbos or Yantif. So the Gemara of Gimel Ahmed Aleph asks, Masnis and money, who does our Mishnah go like? The Gemara says, Reb Meir, he gets like Reb Meir, the Tanya, Hosa Sukkoso Agabe Behema, Reb Meir Machshir, Verebi Hudaposo. Machlokas Reb Meir, the Snam Mishnah, who's Machshir, and a bar plukta Rabbi Yehuda who says that a sukkah al gabe gamo or al gabe behema is possible. My time at the Rabbi Yehuda, what's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda's Dorish Apostle, Amar Kra, Chaka Sukkah Taselacha, Shivas Yomim. You have to have a sukkah for seven days, which implies sukkah haruuya lishiva shmei sukkah, sukkah she'ena ruuya lishiva lo shmei sukkah. So Rabbi Yehuda says since the sukkah cannot be utilized because of the Xerah the Rabbanan, all seven days, therefore the sukkah becomes possible. Tosus points out, as in Divar Hamas, Sukkah Ruyi Shiva, Mahaitama Nave Nami Have 
Hayaposel Besukah Gabi Ilon. Based on this, not only a sukkah gabe behema, but a sukkah al gabe ilon would also be possible because of the prohibition midarabanan to utilize it on Shabbos or Yantif. Now the Gemara says, what is the Svarav Reb Meir? Why is it that the sukkah itself actually is kosher according to Reb Meir, even though he agrees lo olim lo biyantif? Reb Meir hanami midaraisa mizyachazi. Because he says on a doraisa level, it is roy, and it is fit, because it's only exerimid rabbanan, not to be ola al-ilan. The rabbanan who degazrubay, it's only exerimid rabbanan. So the question is, what is the machlokis between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir? Firstly, it appears that both Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir agree that a sukkah has to be a sukkah haru'i l'shiva. They're just arguing eh, eh, rather whether that has to be bekoach or befoach. Does it have to have actually the potential to be a good sukkah? And since on a Doraisa level, Reb Meir says, it potentially, without the Gzair on a Doraisa level, it's and even though Rabbanon hud the Gazrubah, it actually, since it has the potential on a Doraisa level to be good, even though before, well, practically, you can't climb on it, Reb Meir says it is good, while Reb Yehud at the end of the day says that this Isidra Bona now creates a new reality, and the reality is that the sukkah is not usable kol shiva. Let's try to understand what the machlokas between Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda is. So the Ritva clarifies for us that both shitas, Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda, are that they both hold sukkah needs to be ru'uya kol shiva. And the Ritva says, V'zu eina ru'uya lezayin yomim ritzufim. It's not roi, this sukkah, for seven straight days. Shashabes bala olam betoch shiva. Interestingly enough, he says that the reason is because of Shabbos. Doruch Nair points out that the reason should be yontif also, and he questions what exactly is the uh, use of the word Shabbos in the Ritva, as opposed to Rashi, who says, De'ena ru'uya liyam rishon. But nevertheless, the Ritva goes on and says that it's Eino Ru'uya, because for sure there's one day of Shabbos, Bali Olam Betoch Shiva, Ubehema Eino Ru'uya L'Shabbos. Now these are key words. V'damya Kamo She'ina Yechola La'amod Baruch Metsuya. That the Ritva says this is similar to a physical sukkah that cannot stand up with a normal wind. So it seems that the sukkah has to be defined as a sukkah that you can utilize. Therefore, since there's absolutely no utilization on Shabbos, just like a sukkah cannot be utilized if it was going to fall down, it won't have the potential to be utilized. Therefore, according to Shittas Rabbi Yehud, it's possible. Then he explains Reb Meir. For Reb Meir, Nami Hamid Chazia, for Hu Ba He's saying that both Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda agree that the whole Yisra here is only Yisra Midraban. But rather, Shittas Reb Yehuda is that this is what the Torah is, sell, is telling you. Live soul kol sukkah she'ena ru'ugya l'shiva me'ezet tzad ve'inyan she'yaya v'harehi p'sula min ha'torah. So the Ritva is clarifying that this is not only a psul midrabana according to Rabbi Yehuda. We might learn the whole machlokis is whether we create a new psul midrabana because I cannot utilize it midrabana. 
So if someone would use this sukkah according to Rabbi Huda, could it be that he could be Yotze? Many Achronim hold that in certain cases, even if something is possible with the Rabbanon, if you have no other choice, you can go ahead and you could utilize it. In this scenario, the Ritva would hold, according to Rabbi Huda, even though the whole Isser to utilize the sukkah on Shabbos and Yantav is only with the Rabbanon, and if there was no other sukkah, this sukkah would not be kosher, even on a deraisa level, once Rabbanon said it couldn't be used called Shiva. And this opens up an interesting question. The question of whether Rabbanon have the ability to go ahead and say that if something is not Roy Midrabanon, is it also Eino Roy Midraisa? Now, the Rambam in Hilchasukkah, Peregdal, and Halacha Vav Paskins, that someone who makes a sukkah, now the Rambam paskins that even though you can't be Ola on a sukkah that you made, Barosha Elon O Algabe Behema, nevertheless he paskins Ksheira. So he paskins like Shitas Rebmeir. So the question is, would this mean that the Shitas Harambam is that even though if something is not Roy on a Derabonan level, it still is Roy on a Derisa level? This opens up a major question in the Achronim. The fir- one of the first Achronim to really, really discuss this issue, this issue head-on is the Mishnah Melech in Hilchus Trumas, Perek Zayin, Halacha Aleph. The Rambam brings the Halacha of Kohen Tameh, Asr Echo Truma, Ben Tameh Ben Tahora. A Kohen who is Tameh cannot eat Truma, whether the Truma is Tameh or whether the Truma is Tahora. Shinemar, now, the halacha is that a Kohen Tameh is not allowed to go ahead and eat Truma, whether the Truma is Tameh or Tahora. But there is a major difference. The difference is that if the Truma is Tahora, and a Kohen Tameh eats Truma Tahora, then is Achiyaf Misa Bideshamayim. If a Kohen Tameh eats Truma Tameh, then the Rambam says, it's only a love. Um, as the Rambam says, However, if a Kohen Tomei eats Truma Temea, then he only gets Malkus. The Mishnah Melch wonders. He says, If someone eats Truma Tameya midrabanan, meaning on a Doraisa level, the Truma is actually Tahora. So meaning on a Doraisa level, if a Kohen Tame would eat this Truma Tameya midrabanan, he would be Chayav Misa Bideshamayim. But once the Rabbanan came along and said the Truma is Truma Tameya, do you say, I Chayav Misa Bideshamayim, Mi Amrinan Kevan, the Truma Zu Tahora Min HaTorah, Shaper Karinan Bey, Umesubo Ki. Do we say that since on a Doraisa is a hill of the Truma Tahira, therefore we get Misabideshamayim? Or do we say no, O Dilma? Af Shetumasa Midrabad Matinanla, the Arminan Prat Lazu, Shemichuleles, the Omedes. And the Mishnah Melech says there are many Sveikos like this. Now, one of the Sveikos he brings is the Shitas Harabam himself. In Hilchos Nara Besula, Perak Aleph Halacha Hey, where the Rabbam himself says that there is a din that if a man is Ma'ani, Sanara Besula, or a Nara, the Halacha is, 
that the man has to pay pay, pay knas, but he also has a chiyav midoraisa revelosi yeli isha that he has to take her as a wife. The Rambam says that if she's aser midorabanan, she's one of the shnios, then the iser doraisa of lo siyeli isha does not apply because she is an enoruya midorabanan is considered to be an enoruya midoraisa. So the Mishlam Melech understands that the Rambam sheet is an uh, Eino Ru'uya Midrabon is also an Eino Ru'uya Midraisa. Now that causes a little bit of a problem. Because the Shittat HaRambam is that an Eino Ru'uya Midrabon is an Eino Ru'uya Midraisa. And therefore, an Isra Arayas Midrabon is not considered to be Ru'uya for the Kim of the Los Yeli'isha. Then how could the Rambam Paskin by us and our Sugya that a sukkah she'enu yechola la'alos ba on Shabbos is still a sukkah haru'uya l'shiva. Now, they also point out, the, the Mishnah Melch also points out, that Tosus and Chavtesam al-Alaf in Ksubis clearly holds that an eno roi midorabonon is a roi midoraisa. And he proves this from the fact that Tosus feels that the iser nesinim, the iser to marry nesinim, is definitely an iser doraisa. And Tosus proves that because in Chavtesam and Bez, the Gemara says that according to one man, the Amr, the low Sieli Isha excludes a Nisina because you're not allowed to live with her. So Tosus says if a Pasuk Midaraisa is excluding a Nisina, it must be that Nisina is an Isser Doraisa. Now the Mishnah Melech points out once again the Rambam would not agree with that. So the Mishnah Melech postulates that there is a machlokis between the Rambam and Tosus as to whether an Eino Ru'uya Midrabonon is also an Eino Ru'uya Midraisa. But the question is, can we be machalik in the nature of the Isidurabonon? And if we understand that there are different Isuri Durabonon, could it be that in certain cases some Isuri Durabonon are royal Duraisa and some Isuri Durabonon are not royal Duraisa? There's a major Chakir in Nachronim. And Rav Yosef Engel and Osman Doraisa Simin Yud speaks this out at length of whether Isure Midorabonon are Isure Gavra or Isure Chefza. Meaning, when the Rabonon come along, do they have the ability to actually go ahead and create a new Isur Chefza? Or even when they create an Isur Machos Asuras Midorabonon. So, for instance, the Briskorov in Hechos Chomotsu Matzah discusses this. When Chachamim come along and say that Chomets Midarais is also Mishesh Lamala, but they're going to create an Isser from Shachamishis, could that Isser de Rabbonon actually create a Chefza of Macholos Asuras? So, there's a major dis- discussion in the Achronim. Now, it may very well be that we could answer up the Rambam based on this. When the Rambam is discussing in Hilchos Nara Besula that in Enu Arayu Midorabon, Shnios or Arayos Midorabon are considered to be Enu Roy Midoraisa for the Kiyum of Velosi Eliisha, it may be that in that case Rabbanon created an Isser Chefza. They created a new category of Arayas. If that's the case, then Enu Roy Midorabon is an Enu Roy Midoraisa. The same may be by Truma Temea, that they put on the Chefza, they have the ability in the Koach to declare that Chefza of Truma Tahora Midoraisa, Temea Midorabonan, and as a result of that, an Enu Roy 
Midorabonin is also Enoroi Midoraisa. The Minchas Chinoch in Mitzvah Ches of Losa Siru, Oz Beis, brings a discussion of this concerning the Isra of Basel Siru, based on the Gemara in Psochim Pegimumad Beis. The Gemara in Psochim Pegimumad Beis says that there are cases of Gidim, there are cases of a Gid, that you would have to burn uh, if it's left over. Where it is not necessarily considered to be classical busser. How could that be, the Gemara says? It could be that you have a suffix of whether the gid is a gid hanosha, meaning that you're not sure whether you can eat it or not. Therefore, it is a gid, but it is not classical busser because you have a suffix of whether to eat it or not. The Gemara also gives another example. It says, Shmano shall gid. The fat, or fat around the gid hanosha. The actual Lushan of the Gemara is that Yisrael Kedoshim, that is a minhag amongst Yisrael, who are Kedoshim, not to eat Shmano shall gid. Rashi Divar Hamaschil Rav Ashli and Pegimon Bezim Psochim says that as a result of the fact that Yisrael took upon themselves the Isser of not eating Shmano shall gid, Therefore, there is no iser no sir on that, even on a Dorais level. Which means that an Eino Roy Midarabonan, once the Rabbanan came along and said that this object is usher to eat, it no longer, even on a Dorais level, could have a shame no sir. But once again, that's because they created an iser Heftza in the object. They created, ma, they created a new concept of Ma'acholos Asurus. The Sfasemans on Pegimum and Bey says it's a very big Chiddush in that Gemara. Because that Gemara says, Yisrael Kedoshim Heim, Vehim Kiblu Atzma. And he wants to say that that Gemara is even Mechadish, that a minhag of Klal Yisrael is enough to create a Isser Cheftza of Macholus Asurus. So even on a Doraisa level, it's Eino Royal Achila, and there will not be an Isser Nosa on a Doraisa level. But all of those cases are dealing with objects where you're creating a cheftza shel iser. Either, like the Rambam says in Hilchus Nara B'tzula, a cheftza of an arayas, or by the Gemara and Pegimon Beis and Psochim, a cheftza of Gid Hanosh of Machalos Asuras, or but, uh, like the Mishnah Melech brings down, Truma Temea Midorabon, you're creating a cheftza of Truma Temea. In all those cases, we might say that an Eino Roy Midorabonon is also an Enoroi Midaraisa. And the Rambam could agree with that. Now why, however, does the Rambam say over here that a sukkah al-gabe behemo or gabe ilon, like shitas rabmeir, since it's mizyachazi midaraisa, it's considered to be sukkah haru'uya kol shiva. So it may very well be that here, the iser derabana is not an iser chefza. Because what exactly is the iser here? The iser is you're not allowed to climb up on a tree. When you're not allowed to climb up on a tree, that's clearly just an Iser Gavra. And if it's an Iser Gavra, you may very well say, like Reb Meir says in our Sugya, that it's Mirchiachazi. It doesn't affect the status of the Sukkah itself. They are not creating, for instance, a Psul Midrabanan of Schach. They are not creating any Psul in the Cheft of the Sukkah. They are only telling you that practically I can't get to the Sukkah. That would not affect the status of a sukkah, 
And you would say an Eino Roy Midarabana means Eino Roy that the Rabbanan created a side Isser, and that would not affect the status of the Sukkah on a Daraisa level, and therefore the Ram would be consistent, and that's Shittas Reb Meir. Reb Yehuda, however, would say even an Eino Roy practically Midarabanan would create a Psul in the Sukkah on a Daraisa level. The final topic is the topic of Sukkah She'ena Yechola La'amod Beruch Metsuya Diabasha. Concerning the first dinner of Mishnah, Ha'usa Sukkah Berosh HaGola or Berosh Svina, the Gemara questions who is that uh, consistent with? Which Shitas Tanoim would agree that Ha'usa Sukkah Berosh Svina is kosher? So the Gemara says, Mani Masnis, and Rabbi Kiva, it's Rabbi Kiva, the Tanya, Ha'usa Sukkah Berosh Svina, the Gemara goes on to say that everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that if the sukkah is on land and it cannot withstand the normal wind on dry land, lo klumhi. However, Everyone agrees that if it cannot withstand an unusual wind, it's also kosher. When do Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Gamliel argue? They argue if you take a boat out into the sea, and there's a normal wind on the sea, does it have to be able to withstand the normal winds on the sea, which are clearly in greater intensity than the normal wind on dry land? Rabbi Gamliel Sover, Sukkah diras kva ba'inan. And Galil says that a sukkah has to be like a permanent structure. The Rabbi Akiva Savar, sukkah diras aroi ba'inan. Rabbi Akiva Shita is the sukkah is only a temporary dwelling. And it only needs v'kevan diachol amad baruch mitzuya devashik shera. Rabbi Akiva's Shita is very interesting. Because Rabbi Akiva says that your mom is going out into the sea with a sukkah that's not going to be able to withstand the um, the winds that are out in sea. Nevertheless, he will say it's kosher, because if that sukkah was on dry land, the sukkah on dry land would be kshera. Now, in order to understand Shita's Rabbi Kiva, we're going to go back to Rabbi Kiva's minimal requirement. Rabbi, Kima, Rabbi Kiva's minimal requirement is that... The kuleamalopligi dikshera, what is kosher, if it's not able, if it's able to withstand a ruach metsuya bayabasha. But heicha deena yechola laamal baruch metsuya deyavasha loklumhi. What does that mean that everyone agrees that if it cannot withstand the normal wind on land, loklumhi? So Rashi says, da'afilu diras arai lo havya. Rashi's Lashon is interesting, that even according to the Mandi Amr Diras Aroi, the dwe- doesn't mean that a sukkah doesn't have to be any type of substantial dwelling. There's even a minimal definition of what a dwelling has to be, according to the Mandi Amr Diras Aroi. And Rashi says the reason that a sukkah has to be able to withstand Ruach Metsuya Biyabasha is because that doesn't even... That is the minimal requirement we need to call it a diras aroi. So basically, the machlokas between diras aroi and diras kfa, according to Rashi, doesn't seem to be a question of 
anything essential or intrinsic, rather degree. That Diras Aroy is a dwelling that is not as strong as Diras Kfa. However, Yeshlach Kor, in this requirement of a Sukkah Sheyechol La'amod Baruch Metsuya, is it a din in the definition of Sukkah as a dira, like Rashi says, or is it a din b'chol ha-Torah kula b'mechitzos? We know that the fanos of sukkah have halachas of mechitzos. So, for instance, it has the din of lovud, the din of geraches, the din of gerasik, and we know that the Gemara says on Davdalid that the reason that the sukkah has to be at least asar tfachim is because the minimal requirement for mechitza is asar tfachim. Now, we read a ritva earlier where the ritva said that if a sukkah is baruch then it's not considered to be a sukkah haru'uya l'shiva. So it appears that both the ritva and rashi are of the opinion that the requirement of sukkah that has to be able amod baruch diabasha is a halach in hilchos sukkah, not in hilchos mechitzos. It's a halacha in the requirement of diras sukkah. Like Rashi says, that's the minimum requirement of diras aroi. And like the Ritva says, if it cannot withstand sukkah ruach metsuya, then it's not a sukkah haruya l'shiva. However, it appears that the Rambam, in Hilchos Shabbos, Perek Tezayin, Halacha Tezayin, brings down kol mechitza, she'ena yecholo la'amod baruch metsuya e'na mechitza. He says the same thing there in Halacha Chavdalit. The Kira Sefer says, that the Rambam learns this halacha of Shabbos, that Mechitza Shabbos have to be able to withstand the Ruach Metsuya, from the halacha of Sukkah. So it appears that the Rambam is learning differently, that, and when the Rambam brings this halacha down in Sukkah, he just says, Lav Klumhi, like the Loshan of the Gemara. And it seems that the Shittas HaRambam is the requirement of Sukkah, Shiyachal Ahmed Baruch Metsuya, is a requirement in general. And the Rambam also says this by Dina Rishuyas of Shabbos in Erevin. And the marker is from Sukkah Chavdalim and Beis. And it appears that this halacha is also brought down in Tur Shulchan Aruch, Simen Shin Samach Beis Halacha Aleph. And interestingly enough, in Hilchos Tznias, where there's a Gabi Mechitza Bifnei HaOr HaNer, the, Ra- the Mishnah Burra Paskins in Simen Reish Mem, Sifkat Mem, that the same requirement of a mechitza to be chotzetz bifnei or haner, nechus is based on this. In the name of the Magen Avram, Nachach Masodam, he says, it's required that it's a sukkah sheyecholo la'amod baruch metzuyah. So you see clearly, from the Rambam, Shulchan Aruch, and Mishnah Bura, the requirement of sukkah sheyecholo la'amod baruch metzuyah is not like Rashi Naritva, a din in defining diras or yeshiva sukkah, but rather a din in mechitzas b'chol hatarakula. Now the Briska Rav, as opposed to the way we understood Rashi, in the one piece that he has in Hilchus Sukkah, discusses what is the fundamental machlokis between the Mandi Amar who holds Diras Arai and the Mandi Amar who holds Diras Kfa. He actually says that according to the Mandi Amar who holds Diras Arai, there's no Tnai in the Shem HaSukkah, or there's no Tnai in the heft of the sukkah, according to the Madhya Madiras Aroi, that it has to be Roy Le Yeshiva or Roy Lidira. And he actually brings down a fundamental machlokis in a sukkah that's a Saratfachim, based on a Gemara and Dafdalid, where the Gemara there says that if there's a sukkah that's just a Saratfachim, 
and the schach actually drops below the asar tvachim. Abaye says, as long as as long as the schach that drops below asar tvachim does not have it, the shame schach on it, and the amount of uh, shade that the schach that drops below asar tvachim still does not provide more shade than light, then it's kosher. Rav says, Rav says, forget the halacha in Hilchus Mechitzos, or forget the halachas that, even though the schach that comes down might not be considered to have, to be mevatel, the halal uh, asara. Rav says, practically you can't live in the sukkah if the schach intrudes upon the asara tvachim. Now, the Torah in Orachayim, Simon Tafresh Lamed Gimel, and the Shulchan Aruch also, Paskins, that this creates a real psul in the sukkah. So everyone would agree, it appears, that if the sukkah is not livable, then, or it doesn't have the ability to be livable, it's a psul in the sukkah. However, the Briskorov points out that the Rambam in Perak Hay, Halacha Lamed Beis, writes, that Tzorech Lihi Zohar, it's according to the Rambam that when hutzim, when the schach comes down within the halal of asar tefachim, it's not necessarily a psul in the sukkah. Even though it's invading on the territory of your yeshiva sukkah, it has to be a personal subject of halacha that he is not, Shiloh Yetzirloh, he himself is not pained by it. The Briskorov postulates that the Rambam is paskining, according to the Mandiyamar, that the Diras Sukkah has to be Diras Aroi. And therefore, according to the Rambam, the only requirement of Diras Aroi, there's no tenai that the Sukkah has to be objectively a livable place. But rather, according to the Mandiyamar, that the Dira has to be a Diras Aroi, all you require to create a sukkah is that the sukkah has dine mechitzos and dine schach. As long as it has defanos asara, and as long as it complies to all dine mechitzos b'chol ha the man di would say it's kosher. The only issue would be practically, the Rambam says, tzorikli zohir, that if the schach comes down as long as, like Abaye says, it doesn't have a shame that's mevatl mechitzas asara, because chamta merubim mitzilta. Only if practically you can't live there, or you practically cannot go ahead and fit in there, then it would turn out to be possible. Which would mean, according to Rambam, you could have a sukkah that can have schach going betoch asara, and for some individual would be kosher, and for other individuals would be possible, depending on if he sub- could subjectively live there. So the Ramba, so Briskorov says there's a fundamental machlokis between the Mandi Yomar who holds Diras Aroi and Diras Kfa. And according to the Mandi Yomar who holds Diras Aroi, then there really is no requirement in the Sukkah except it complies to Dine Mechitzos. Now at the end of the piece of the Briskorov, he brings Shitas Rashi here, and he says, Ubeferish Rashi Sham, on our Gemorach of Gimel, Rashi says, Lo klumhi. The reason that a sukkah she'eni yachol la'amod beruach mitzui is not a sukkah, da filu diras arai lo havia. Now, Briskorov says, The way he understands Rashi, as we said, Rashi seems to be going against the yisod of the Briskorov. 
The reason that is possible is because even according to there's a tnai in the sukkah that it has to be something that you can live in, which is against the idea that the briskorov had in the Rambam. He says, Ulam Yeshlomer, the Harambam Mefarish. But as we said, the Shitz Harambam is, the Ha, the Im Eni Yechol, Amad Baruch Matsuya, Shayavasha, Lo Klumhi, Humishum Hichos Mechitzas. So once again, the Briskarov is telling us that this is a fundamental machlokas between the Rambam and Rashi. And it actually goes to the nature of how the Rambam and Rashi would understand the Mandi Yomer, Dirasarai. According to the Rambamandiyamar Dira Sarai, he's saying it never really needs a shame Dira. It just needs to be to conform to Dine Mechitzos. And the proof that he brings that the Rambam Shita is more Mestaber is from Arsugya. Arsugya says that according to Shita's Rebbe Akiva, as long as, it, as long as the Sukkah is able to withstand the winds on land, you could even take it out Bisfina. And even once you take it out, Bisfina, you know that it's not going to be able to be Omed Baruch Metsuya. He says that clearly means, according to Rabbi Akiva, that the man, the Omer, Rabbi Akiva holds Dira Sarai, doesn't hold practically that the Tanai in the Sukkah has to be that it's livable, but rather it has to conform to Dina Mechitzos. That's why, even though on the water it would not be able to withstand, and unlike the Ritva who says it would be possible because of Sukkah She'en and unlike Rashi who says that it would be possible because it doesn't have a shame Dira Sarai if it can't withstand the wind on land, the Grizz, the Briskarov, says Pshat and the Ram is exactly the opposite, that as long as Medina Mechitzas, as long as a structure is created, according to the Mandiyam Dira Sarai, I just need a structure that conforms to the halachas of what a structure is, b'shabis or b'kelayim or in other areas of Torah, and the mandiyomer diras aroi does not require it to actually be a t'nai in being livable for the chefza. Practically, you're not yotze yeshiva sukkah if you cannot live in it, but if it is something that is not livable for the long term or may fall down, it doesn't matter. That won't passle the shame sukkah. And that's what the Mandi Yomadira Sarai holds according to Briskarov's understanding in the Rambam. So these are so to stick a machlokas between the Rambam versus Rashi and the Ritfin Arsugya. What is the nature of the Mandi Yomadira Sarai? Does he only require Dine Mechitzas? And that's why he passes uh, or according to Rashi in the Ritfin, is it more than that? That even according to Mandi Yomadira Sarai, there is a minimal requirement in Tanayim Nesukha of its livability, and its ability to be a dira. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.